Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. And now, coming to you live from atop the Goldenrod City Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle TCG Cast! Hello, hello, Puckleonians, and welcome to episode 54 of the Puckle TCG Cast. I am your host, Lord Jishiro. Um, of course, Puckle stands for... Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name, our fearless leader Thatch came up with, and we are rolling with it. Hope you guys are doing well. Uh, a lot of things are going to happen soon. We are reaching the end of the uh, season for the TCG cast, only leaving, uh, focusing on the North American International Championships, and later on with the World Championships happening in August. Now, with me today, I got two... Amazing TCG players with me, uh, champions in their own right. So let's start with some say that he can catch a cutie fly with one chopstick. It's Sublime Manic. See, the secret is you break the chopstick in half, and then you <laughs> technically have more than one thing to grab it with, but it's one chopstick. Hello! Hi. How's everyone doing? And with us today, a very special guest, champion... 2019, uh, 18. Wow, I already put your champion next year, too. Uh, 2018 Puckle TCG champion, our boy. Some say he's the only person that can punch a dust clubs between the eye. It's D-Babs. Hello, hello. I'm uh, happy to be on again. Well, I was on Game Corner, so I'm happy to be Yeah, weren't we on the same for... team? Yeah, we were, and we killed and it. We so. won, exactly. <laughs> Winners. So I'm, I'm God, glad to be back with Sublime, and uh, yeah, it's it's gonna be fun. <laughs> Great to have you here, guys. So today we got a. Oh yeah, sorry, a, sorry. Oh. Side note: We beat Jashiro. Okay, oh, all right. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'll get you today in Pokemon 15 questions. Okay, probably. <laughs> so, uh, lots of news. Uh, well, somewhat. Uh, we got two. Uh, sets coming in, right? We got Celestian Storm. We're going to talk about in our news section. Uh, plus, we uh, do have Dragon Majesty, which we'll talk a little bit about. Also, uh, our topic, of course, is Victory Road towards 
North America International Comp uh, Championship happening this weekend. You're listening to this on Thursday. This weekend starts the championship. It's going to be very exciting. Cannot wait to miss, uh, not miss the stream. I'm saying I can't wait to miss the stream. <laughs> um, <laughs> and we'll definitely tackle that a little bit. Uh, but before we do all of that, let's break the ice a little bit and talk about all things Pokemon. Sublime, what have you been up to Pokemon or non-Pokemon-wise? Um, I haven't been up to a lot Pokemon-wise, aside from podcast-related things and Pogo things. Yeah, I, It's just been a really busy month uh, for me personally, but next month is much more open, so I'm hoping to do a lot more Pokemon next month. Oh, yeah. No, I'm, re- I'm full-blown addicted to Pokemon Go again. It's ridiculous i cannot put it down um i took uh duly noted uh shout out to duly noted uh was asking for my friend's code and i'm like oh yeah so i log on to pokemon go and there was a rosalia right here in my apartment i'm like oh my god so i didn't have rosalia up till now so fun fact (laughs) what about you uh dbabs what have you been up to well part of the reason why it took so long to get this interview going and get me on the show is because i just got married so i i like Won the Yay. tournament, and then like the, that week, I got married, and then went on honeymoon, and it's been a crazy whirlwind. But I, I love it. I love being married. It's fantastic. It's and all, it's uh, all been winning for you this past month. So it's yeah, just been winning, winning, winning. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I haven't done a ton TCG related, but I've been, I've been, you know, listening and following streams, and so I'm still kind of up on the meta, and also, you know, obviously listening to the TCG cast. Yeah. Not gonna miss that. Of course, and your knowledge and experience is well welcome here to uh, counteract mine. Now, <laughs> now let's go ahead uh, and uh, oh wait, we forgot myself. So I've been back in Pokemon Go, as I said, been playing a lot of that. I re, um, I started playing once more Conquest because uh, I started playing. Um, uh, oh my God, Fire Emblem Heroes again, the app. Um, awesome yep and right and i've been talking to sublime and our sigma about it and they're been helping me build my team in uh, fire Emblem heroes and i'm like oh now i really want to play more strategy games so i tapped back into pokemon conquest man that game is so good i am so what's the word disappointed that that was a one thing and oh, and yeah. that's it right instead of having like this is something they should have done like a mini, like Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. Give me one every three or four years, right? And and unfortunately, that's not the case. So uh, it's sad, but it's not totally uh, bad. We still have Conquest, so we can always go back and enjoy that. Now, let's go ahead. Uh, that's enough of our introduction. Let's go ahead and move to the news. Live from the Goldenrod City Tower, it's time for Puckle News. It, we are back to the news section. A couple of things we're gonna we want to talk about. So since us, uh, I've always repeated in this show, TCG never rests. We have the new sets coming on. Of course, Celestial Storm. It's headed our way. Uh, pre-release tournament starts uh, uh, July twenty-first through the 29th. And it was revealed the promos that you will be encountering in the pre-releases. And we wanted to go through them real quick and maybe give some recommendations of what you guys should aim for to get on this magnificent pre-release that we're going to have soon enough. So let's go ahead and start with them. Now, we have four different cards that are going to be the promo. We got Kyogre. We got Magnetric. Magnetric. 
I don't know how I pronounce that there. We got Celestila and Delcati. So let's go ahead. I'll start with the first one here. Our boy Kyogre Water Basic 130. This is not a GX card. This is a baby Kyogre. Um, right now, uh, it has two attacks. It is dual splash for one water, one colorless. So that does 30 damage to two of your opponent's Pokemon, which is actually not half bad. And then we have the three one, um, the second one, sorry, which is two water, one colorless, Grand Wave, 120. This Pokemon can't use Grand Wave during its next turn. So quite a decent card in my, uh, in my uh, personal opinion. It goes well with Greninja right now. So um, I, I kind of like it. How about you guys? I, th I personally think for, for pre-release, it could be decent. I mean, they all look pretty decent for pre-release. And, I mean, I don't think it really would carry much beyond that. But, um, you know, it's it's a nice-looking card, cool yeah. artwork, and pre-release, yeah. it could work. And, and Greninja GX Latios is actually uh, going rounds around there that it's doing mm. some damage. So I think this is a good – although the benefit of having Latios is it's, right, it's a different type of type. Uh, yeah, and water, attacks so it, for DCE. So, and, yeah, and yeah. attacks for a DCE. But it could be an option for those guys. So sure. moving on to the next one, Sublime. What does Manectric do? Yeah, Manectric's one of your favorite Pokemon, as yes, I recall. Um, yes, it so it's a stage 110 HP electric type, of course. It has the ability Electric Start. If you go second, and this Pokemon is in your hand, when you are setting up to play, you may put it face down as your active starter Pokemon or on your bench. Um, and it has just one attack. Double charge, does 40 damage, only costs one lightning energy. You may attach up to two basic energy cards from your hand to one of your benched Pokemon. I really like my boy Manectric. Um, it reminds me of a Talonflame, um, except, uh, of course, in, in the in the part of where it belongs in... Can uh, just start, right? Start, right, as a stage, as a, as a basic being a, a different stage Pokemon. Um, and no retreat cost, too. And no retreat cost, and the attack lets you put two damage, so its acceleration is really good. And honestly, you can always, almost always choose to be second because mm -hmm. people who play, right, and get heads and they get to choose will almost always choose first. Right. Unless right. they're playing this card. And then if you get to choose, you will always choose second as well. Right. So it, it does incentivize it a bit, a bit which exactly. is interesting. Exactly. It's incentivized you to play second, which I, I think it's it's 40 damage for one lightning. Mm -hmm. For, you know, it's really up there. I really like it. I don't know. I really like it. Should we look for this in the pre-release to play in a pre-release? No, I don't think so. Uh, but at least I really like the card. Um, moving on. Celestila. Take it away, D-Babs. Celestila. It is, of course, a steel type. And it is... Um, it's an Ultra Beast, so that's pretty interesting. It's got 140 HP, pretty beefy for a basic. And it has just one attack, which has a ridiculous energy cost on face value. One metal and four, count them, four colorless. And uh, Moonraker does 160, so definitely hits hard. Mm -hmm. But uh, the interesting flavor text is, if the, total, if the total of both players' remaining prize cards is exactly six, this attack can be used for just one metal. Interesting. Uh, so it's it's definitely interesting. I mean, how often is that going to work in a pre-release? Well, uh, Sublime was mentioning earlier before we we got started recording. I mean, you can set up six or five energy on an attacker in a pre-release sometimes. Um, so uh, you know, it could be could be viable. And you know, I mean, attacking one for one sixty is ridiculous. Yeah. 
Seems more promising than that Tyranitar pre <laughs> Shut up. That Tyranitar is beautiful. <laughs> Hashtag no regrets. Now, <laughs> we're going to go ahead and now cover the last one, which is probably going to get the vote from all of us here as pre-release cards you should look forward to, to play in a pre-release. And that's Dokkari. Dokkari is a colorless for just 90 HP, stage 1 from Skitty. Um, pretty weak, right? It's weak to fighting, which being an, a colorless, that's normal. And the fact that, uh, you know, it doesn't help right now with such a very strong uh, fighting meta. However, for pre-release, you do have its ability, and its ability is fantastic. Search for friends. When you play this card from your hand to evolve a Pokemon during your turn, you may put two supporter cards from your discard pile into your hand. So it's basically playing a um, lump, Lumis? Lusamine? Thank you, Lusamine, uh, but as an evolution. Uh, or it's like playing two VS Seekers. <laughs> oh, two VS Seekers, right? Or playing uh, uh, the Puzzle of Time, two Puzzle of Times, uh, only for supporters, of course, because Puzzle of Time lets you grab anything. Um, so, so not like it at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, you get my meaning, uh, yes. power-wise, right, and what it does. However... Um, I really like this card as a pre-release card. What do you think, Sublime? It's a good pre-release card if there are any freebie supporters. Yeah, if you're right. playing Sobrotus, yes. Yeah. I, I actually think this could see play down the line in standard if mm -hmm. there were if there's any way Buzzwall can like drop down just a just a little bit. Yeah. Because getting back supporters is is huge. I mean, think about we used to play 4VS Seeker. You still do an expanded and getting an extra Kuzma, getting an extra, you know, whatever. Yeah, I mean, it could be mean. big for it could be big for like stall decks, getting like extra flare grunts. I mean, it, it could be good. Yeah. And this is a card that allows you to get a supporter card immediately from your discard pot into your hand right. uh, and you'll be able to use it. Right. Which is difficult. Exactly. That you usually won't be able to do that unless you're playing Puzzle of Time uh, right. again, because it's an item and not a supporter. So. Mm -hmm. I really do do like this card, and I think my bolt goes to this one. If you guys are looking for a good uh, good card to play, and you're lucky enough to end up with a Delcati, definitely. If and you have supporters that you draw upon your boosters, then definitely the Delcati is the card that you should be uh, playing for sure. That's at least my. Uh, what about you, D, uh, D Babs? Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm, I think it's probably maybe the best card out of all four of these. And I think the Manectric's also very interesting. Yeah. Again, you know, fighting weakness, not great. Mm. I actually think for pre-release, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the contrarian view. I'm gonna say for pre-release, I think Kyogre might be the best. Like I concur. spread damage and 120 is not bad. You're not gonna be trying to hit more than 120 very often. And in a pre-release, yeah. In a pre just specifically for pre-release. And like it's a basic with a good amount of HP. I don't know. I think it's. I think it's definitely has potential. I oh. think it depends on what other cards you draw, right? Right. Uh, Delcaddy, I would say, is the most versatile because it is a colorless, right? So you can splash that no matter what you pull. But I would say the other ones are uh, probably more useful if you get cards to like support them specifically. Yeah. Right. 
Uh, like, you if go. you're going to run that energy type, then go with the other ones. Otherwise, Delcaddy is probably the most versatile use. Oh, for sure. Definitely. There we go. That, then uh, that's the... And I concur with you guys 100%. You guys convinced me on Kyogre. If you got Kyogre and you got more water support that you've drawn apart, then go for Kyogre because it's the powerhouse <laughs> of the four. That but said, I think it's the worst card out of all four in standard. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. It has no, yeah, no, no bearings uh, whatsoever in top competitive play. Okay. So there you go, guys. Let's go to move on to the next piece of news. Uh, this one, take it away, Sublime. Okay, so we have a Latias and Latios promo from the Dragon Majesty set. As pin collections, um, you can get those separately, one for Latias and one for Latios, because why buy one when you can buy two, has been Pokemon's uh, statement since Ugh. they started. Um, right, so the Latias, uh, we know it has 110 HP. It's a dragon type with a first attack called Hypnobomb for two colorless energy, which does 30 damage, and your opponent's active Pokemon becomes asleep. For a fire and a psychic, I think, uh, and a colorless, it has Mist Ball, which does 110. The effect is currently unknown, but previous Mist Balls have required Latias to discard. Two energy, so maybe it's discard two energy, which would be terrible. <laughs> um, yes, it would be. Weakness to fairy, no resistance. We don't know its retreat cost as of yet. Latios has 120 HP. Um, first energy is first attack is called energy extraction for a colorless. Does 20 damage, and then search your deck for a basic energy card and attach it to this Pokemon. Then shuffle your deck. It um, Its second attack does 140 damage. We don't know the name of it because it's covered, but it's for a water, a psychic, and a colorless. Uh, effect currently unknown, but since Latios had Mist Ball, it could be Luster Purge, which would presumably require Latios to discard all the energy to attack, <laughs> which would also be bad. Yeah. So there's that. Weak to fairy. So all awesome. in all, you can skip these. <laughs> uh, at least <laughs> unless you like you pins. Were. Unless you really uh, love the Latios twins. Latios yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but they they are arriving. Do we have a date for this? When are they going to be arriving on our uh, side? I don't think there's a date yet. At least, if I'm not mistaken. September seventh. Okay, there you go. So this is an in, uh, Ma Dragon Majesty is an in-between set that is coming right after Celestial um, Storm. So, uh, but will it make dragons good? That's the question. Will it make dragons good? That's the question we still don't know. But they if it pushing. gives us double dragon, if it gave yes. us double dragon, yes. I'd be thrilled. I think that's, that's all a I want. huge thing, right? Yeah. yeah. If we yeah, could yeah, just yeah. have double dragon for Ultra Necrozma, we would be set. Yep. Yes, we would. And I really do hope it brings it back. Because I feel that that card never made it. It just died too young before it actually made its impact. And it was a great card, and it could have made Dragon powerful. But it just never concurred with a great Dragon deck uh, at the yeah, time. I mean, I mean there were a few Giratina. little spikes. Yeah, Giratina yeah. was one that was actually mm -hmm. good. Uh, but it never actually made it, you know, big huh. league. Uh, yeah. You know, not like Greninja Break. Oh. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Now, let's go ahead and move on to the next piece of news. Like I said, so we don't know still Dragon Majesty, how it's going to impact. I know it's going to push it through everything. Uh, your your mouth, your ears, it's just Dragon Majesty because we have another box. D-Bab, yep. take it away. All right. This one is called the Dragon Majesty Supreme Powers Collection. Uh, I feel like I've heard that kind of name before. <laughs> but <laughs> oh, no. It should, be, it should be coming out in fall, so that's pretty cool. 
Um, and it's going to have rainbow rares. It's going to have a jumbo rainbow rare of Dragonite GX. And then it's also going to come with rainbow rare, uh, the actual cards for Kingdra GX and Dragonite GX. So that's pretty cool. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's apparently it's kind of similar to, you know, like the Ho GX box that came out for Shining Legends. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's, it's always nice for collectors to have this type of thing. Um, these big boxes that have got, you know, rainbow rares that probably help complete sets and stuff like that. And it also is going to come with some packs. Looks like uh, eight, seven-ish packs. We don't know for sure. Yeah, usually um, they so, bring eight, I think. Right, I would think eight, but yeah, it looks like it looks like at least eight. So that's pretty cool. Always nice to get some packs. And I'll, I'm just going to go over what these cards are. So Dragonite GX... Um, of course, like the all GXs, it actually evolves, so it does evolve from Dragonair. It's got 250 HP, which is monster. I mean, that's amazing. Um, no one can can say that's bad. Uh, first attack for a Lightning Dragon Claw does 70, so that's decent. Um, then for a Water, Lightning, and two Colorless, Giga Impact does 200 damage, and it can't be you can't attack during your next turn. Uh, at least this Pokemon can't attack, so you'd have to Guzma or something out I of it. How they're, they're, yeah, they're making really powerful attacks always be, you can't use it twice in a row. So you gotta, like, and, and that's totally in response to the EX era, when yeah. you would set up Pokemon, and then they would constantly be hitting every turn for 200. <laughs> how do you expect yeah. someone to recover from that if you're every turn hitting for 200? Right. You know, yeah, so it, it, seems, it, it seems fair. Yeah, it's it's way more fair. Continue on. Then we have the GX attack, Dragon Porter GX. Um, and it says, uh, is that Dragon, I think? Yeah, put three yes. Dragon Pokemon from your discard pile onto your bench. Mm -hmm. And this is obviously interesting because it doesn't say basic. It just yes. says three Dragon Pokemon. So you could put three more Dragon at GX. I, I don't know. Did we talk – was this mentioned on the podcast earlier? I can't remember. Which one? Um, but yeah, definitely an interesting attack. Like, I don't know if it's worth it to get it out to do that, but it could be. Could be. Yeah, that's the problem. It's like, if you're spending all this time powering up this to be a stage two, going through the whole Shibaba, either you say Rare Candy or the stage one, right. to bring more dragons on, it seems like not really worth it. Um, I mean, you'd have to have some really good... You know, stage two dragons. Stage which... ones or stage two dragons, right? And it's right. like, you have to make sure they're in the discard pile. And I just don't know. If yeah, I mean, it reminds off. me of, uh, what was the what was the fire Pokemon that did that? Ho-Oh GX? Ho-Oh, yeah. Yeah, Never and that, that is not seeing any play for that attack. <laughs> yeah, not at all. Not at so, all. So, yeah, yeah, not, but I mean, definitely the, uh, the Giga Impact is interesting. Yeah. 200 damage is, is nothing to laugh at. Um Okay, then we have C, uh, we have a Kingdra GX, and it's got 230 HP. It is a water type, and um, yeah, pretty pretty big HP there. Again, 230 is, is big, um, and it has Hydro Pump for a colorless. It does 10 plus damage, 10 plus 50 for each water energy attached to this Pokemon. We've seen this type of attack before. Yeah, and it's quite <laughs> substantial. I mean, 50 for each one. Yeah, if you could three, stack you're up. Getting for 150 plus a choice ban, which gives uh, you 30 more against GX and EX. That's 180. That can knock out stage one GXs. Yeah, so for three, you're doing 10 plus 150. So that's 
you know, 160, in choice band 190. That's kind of the big number right now with Buzzwall going around. So, I mean, it could it could see play. Uh, again, it is a stage two, a little tough to get into play. Then the other attacks, uh, reverse thrust for a water. Does 30 damage and you switch with one of your bench Pokemon. Not very exciting. But the GX attack, let's take a look at this one. Maelstrom GX. This attack does 40 damage to each of your opponent's Pokemon. Um, we've seen attacks like this before, like Boom Burst GX, which I think actually did 50 to each. It did 50, yeah. But this is just one water energy. So, I mean, it's a cheap attack. You can do a lot of damage um, for sure. So definitely interesting. Uh, but it's got that grass weakness because it's actually water. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and, and which... Which is a problem. Now, I do like the direction they're going with water. Now, it's kind of like a sniping uh, type. Um, we Now, we've seen Kyogre, obvious, Gra Greninja. The Greninja line are sniping uh, cards. Right, we got right. the Kyogre. Now, we got the this. Tapu Fiend. Tapu Fiend is another sniping card. It, it really hitting on sniping using water. And I can't say I don't love that. So um, I like it for sure. Yeah. So so keep on going with that direction, the uh, water, because uh, it's, it's awesome. Okay, so that ends up uh, our news section. We're going to move on to Topical Beach. So grab your towels and your flip-flops because we're headed to Topical Beach. Grab your ice-cold Corsola Cola and pull up a chair. It's time for Tropical Beach. And we are back. Welcome to Topical Beach. You can feel the sand under your feet, the wind in your face, and the sun in your eyes. Topical Beach is here. We're going to talk about tournaments again, but then slightly differently. First, we are going to talk about DBAP's experience in the Puckle Tournament real quick uh, and all the insight that he uh, is ready to give us and tips on how to, how to prepare and participate. Afterwards, we're going to tackle the road, victory road to international North American International, uh, and cover what we expect to see and maybe what's, what could win. So, without further to do, DBAPS, talk about the, the Pokemon TCG, the Pokemon TCG tournament. Yeah, so the Pokemon tournament, we had an episode about it, and it was really awesome. I, I really enjoyed the tournament. I think, if anything, I just had some kind of like... I had a weird start because my first round opponent didn't didn't we couldn't get it to work out, so we had to draw our first our first round. So I was like, oh dear, this could be bad. <laughs> and then my <laughs> second round opponent didn't show, like didn't respond at all. So I went, I got like a win and a tie without doing anything. Yeah. So that was kind of disappointing because I was like, I really want to test this out. I really want to play against you know the people in the community, and so it didn't really work out. That was a little bit of a bummer, but. Um, but yeah, I mean, once we got into round three, things got heated up real quick, and that's uh, partially because of the deck I was playing against. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was real. playing. <laughs> Go ahead. Yes, that was my question. Right. So I was playing against. Um, well, my I was first of all I was playing uh, Vikavolt Bulu, and I really liked this deck for this tournament because I felt like just power and you know some people don't say it's consistent, but I think my builds somewhat consistent. So I thought, okay, I could probably just like take out most people if they're trying to do something fancy because I'm not doing too much fancy. You set up a stage two and then you probably blow everything up. Um, and so that said, I think it was round three. I, I'm trying to remember if it was round three or round four, but I think it was round three that I played against a Ho-Oh deck, like a, a Fire Ho-Oh Volcanion deck. Oh, okay. And, um, you know, I mean, good thing Boo is not weak 
uh, doesn't have a weakness. So it, I wasn't worried it about does, the But it does one-hit KO you. Right. So it can one-hit KO me turn two really easily. And that's a little scary, uh, for sure, a little scary. And that, that matchup was interesting. It was definitely really interesting. I think it did go to three games. And, um, like, the biggest surprise was I was like, oh, okay, I'm fine. He's got a Volcanian, like a baby Volcanian with three energy on it. He'll hit me for, you know, he'll hit me for 100 damage. I'll be fine. <laughs> then all of a sudden he throws down a ninja boy and I'm like oh! Oh, <laughs> goes into <laughs> goes into a hole attaches an energy and blows me up for uh you know with the phoenix burn or whatever the it's, it's called the first time in recorded history where a ninja boy was used to success it was amazing <laughs> it was amazing and it just it was like oh my i, I had to give him props because it was like this is ridiculous you that you actually pulled it off and like all of a sudden, my, my setup was just torched. So that was kind of funny. But I was able to pull that one out. Um, I mean, the good thing is I can hit everything. Like, I can knock everything out. I had three field blowers because I was worried about garb. So, like, all the fighting fury belts didn't bother me. I was able to just, you know, knock those things out of the park. Yeah, so once you set up Vikavolt, as long as it doesn't get knocked out, you're just powering up your Bulus and you're good to go. Uh, I had Octillery for draw, which was really nice as well. So then going into round four, I think it was round four. I'm trying to, I'm not sure if I got three and four mixed up, but I played against like this crazy weird spread deck, but I was actually worried at first because when I saw the typings, it was like lightning and dark. And I was like, oh no, it's going to be a Hoopa deck. <laughs> <laughs> I was Why? worried about quad Hoopa and I was like, shoot, that's going to be bad because I mean, I have like outs, like I can use yeah, Charger Buck, I can use Vikavolt. But it's like, it, you, it, Vikavolt discards a ton of energy, so it's like, it's dangerous, right? But I have I have options. But I was like, this is going to be like a long series. But then it ends up being like this crazy Honchcrow, Zoroark, um, what else was in it? Uh, something What's else your opponent, said. Ten Little Man, or? <laughs> yeah, I think the so. The really <laughs> yeah, I think the really V was was the the fire deck, and oh, yeah, uh, yeah. he did he did well uh, for sure. I think it was yeah, it might have been ten little men, and it was like it was crazy. It was, I had no clue what to expect, and it's like there's all the spread damage going on, and I was I was I think the yeah so the the lightning was probably like a cocoa, and it was just like what is going on, but uh, he had a lot of struggle setting up the first game, and I think also um, the second or third game, so it was like. Unfortunately, his strategy just didn't get set up because yeah. mine was more consistent. But I think the deck idea was really cool and like one of the more creative decks for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, the final was, well, that was quite a show. Um, I was just watching the replay of it because I did record it and post to the uh, to the Puckle chat in Discord. I, I posted nice. the commentary video you, of it you do have a like a, a video youtube channel don't you i do have a somewhat defunct youtube channel but you can check it out <laughs> if you want Poke yeah yeah go ahead yep. and plug it in yeah poke babs that's it it's pretty straightforward um and yeah so the, the final was 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 like really intense um so just a little bit about my list mm -hmm. i have 313 vikavolt three bulu and then i have one tapu coco gx which, like, I think people had in the really early lists of Bulu. Yes. They yeah. stopped putting it in because they were like, eh, Bulu's yeah. better. We could just use nature's... Uh, and nothing uh, really merits weak being... Nothing really impactful is weak to lightning. So right. the right. typing itself doesn't really add right. much to the deck. 
So I didn't. And you care. have Vika Volt, which is also lightning, so you're exactly. not really covering any bases there. Right. I didn't care about that at all. The only thing I cared about was Tapu Thunder GX. So it does 50 times the amount of energy that your opponent has on field. Yeah. So I was like, I have zero chance against Guardi unless I have this in. Mm, I have zero chance because that makes total it, sense. Yeah. When I put energy on, it just like I get blown up. So I have to discard energy every time. But they can still knock me out with five energy and mm-hmm. um, a choice band. So five energy plus choice band um, does 180, right? Even if I have no energy on me. And, yeah. I mean, Guardi can get five energy. That's not hard. So the other issue is I can't hit 230. So I'm just sitting there poking with, you know, nature's yeah, judgment for, for 180. And it doesn't help. Yeah. Um, the best you can do is 210 and it still won't knock out. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So... So I'm thinking like and that's I'm using not gonna... choice band for the people listening. Right, and I was using choice band, but I didn't want to put in a Kakui because that just is so situational. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, and I, I had I have... anyway. So I've got the two two artillery, and then um, anyway. But the the main thing was having that tap with Coco GX, and it was it was really important because <laughs> I go up against uh, Zoroark Guardi in the final, and yeah. as you already know, and. Yeah, Honestly, I think it's a horrible matchup. Like, I think it should be really, really, really bad. Mm-hmm. But I had tested it a little bit, and I had beaten it before because of Tapu Koko. Yeah. As long as you can surprise them with the Tapu Koko. Yeah. So, um, game one, I started with a Lele, and I was like, oh, come on. <laughs> Why Lele? And I think, uh... I, can't re- I think I was going first, though. I can't remember if I was going first or second, but I started with the Lele, and I'm just like, oh, why? I only play two Lele, and I'm like, there's so many. Like, every other starter is better, you know? Three uh-huh. Bulu, yep. three Grubbin, two Remoraid. Even the Tapu Koko, I'd rather start with, but I start with Lele. So because I only have two, then I can not I can only search for a supporter once. So I'm like, oh, shoot, this is bad. <laughs> but, uh, you know, just he struggled to set up, and I was able to, like, take – a few knockouts with Bulu, uh, but I was like always having to clear all my energy off because I'm worried about about Guardi coming in. And then that way, if the Guardi has five energy and can one hit me with five energy and a choice band, then I can come with Coco and I can do 250. So it was all about like trying to set up the perfect time for that. And then it came down to the last turn, and I had like almost nothing on. I, I had a Vikavolt set up, but not a whole lot on board. Uh-huh. And I needed, I had one Vikable and one, like, um, one Grubbin. And I needed to set up, like, a two Vikable or get, like, the, the Tapu Koko GX to come in yeah. to be able to get the knockout. Because he took a knockout with five energy and a choice band. And I was like, shoot. That's... Well, actually, I think he used six energy and a choice band, which oh. ended up being really important. Because if he would have used five, it would have been different. So I actually came in with a Lele, attached four energy and a choice band, and did 230 with a Lele. Wow. Okay. Because I came out of nowhere and I attached four energy with two Vikavolts. <laughs> wow. So I was able to hide. With a Lele. I don't think I've ever knocked out anything with a Lele. Yeah. And not only did I knock it, I knocked out a Gardevoir GX that was clean. So it was wow. just insane. Um, just, I don't even, I mean, it was just ridiculous. I was thinking like, I have to use Coco. And then I thought, wait a second. And I was counting all the energies. I was like, wait, I could actually knock this thing out with Lele. And then I can hide the secret about having the cocoa. Oh, so, oh, oh. so he didn't okay. know about the cocoa after game one, which was really important because I did win game win one. <clears throat> yeah. Then going to game two, I, we actually both got really good starts. Like we both got our Bridget starts, threw down our Pokemon, got everything set up. 
he just got set up better than me and he was drawing well. I mean, he has, he has Zoroark, so of course he's going to draw well. <laughs> so, and neither of us, we kind of had that like draw, like, like we're just trying to draw into the Guzma kind of thing at the end of the game, but he did beat me in game two in a really tight one as well. So then going to game three, I'm like, well, at least I, I go first, right? I have a good chance. I go first. I know, like, I unfortunately had to reveal the Coco in game two, and then I lost. So that was kind of a, that was kind of lame. Oh. But I had a feeling it was going to be important for game three. Yeah. So game because three. Because he's not thinking about his GX attack. He's, he's right. thinking about the ability and its attack. He's not really focusing too much on that. Oh, right. And the ability is important because that way I can attach like an energy to a Vikavolt, a lightning energy. And then when I put it down, when I put down the type of cocoa, it goes to the active and attaches and it moves the energy, the lightning energy on your board. So like if you have a lightning anywhere on the board, all you need is the cocoa and then a Vikavolt. Yeah, that's the best strong... thing about cocoa is, is that the, the ability to just ninja attack. Yeah, super surprise attack. And that's what I really loved about it. Um, And I think it's just super underrated in this deck because people are like, well, Bula is not good because you can't hit over 210. That's not true. (laughs) That's not true. Um, I also played like Mallow Octillery, which I played a one of Mallow, which I thought was like a little spicy. Uh, But like, it's kind of like the same idea as Mallow and uh, Zoroark, where you like, yeah, yeah. Mallow, you get the two cards you want. So you, I did. I was able during the tournament to set up like Vikavolts by Mallowing for rare candy Vikavolt, and then Octillery Abyssal yeah, Hand into. Good, uh, I'm gonna steal your idea for the stream. I'm gonna modify my Vikavolt Bulu and add an <laughs> nice. Octillery line on that for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. I have two idea. two Octillery. It's really nice. It's super nice because otherwise your draw is is bad. Um, and I, I needed to play the field blower, though. I was so glad I didn't run into Grim Score because he had uh, he had Espeon Garb, and I was like, oh, I do not. Yeah, I was so worried about Espeon Garb because of him and winning last year and everything. Yeah. Um, so then going to game three, I start Lele again. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> why? Why do I have to start Lele? Two why games. Why is Arceus punishing me for? It was brutal, and so I started the two Lele, but I or I started the one Lele, but I was able to get my Bridget and set up like it was ridiculous i would like cynthia into the rare candy vehicle like it was it was dumb and i felt bad because it was setting up so well but like sometimes the deck just runs that way you don't feel bad Uh, when you're winning you're winning unless you're cheating then you should feel bad right (laughs) so cheat online you can't cheat online that's the nice thing right uh i was also playing a heavy ball so like i had four ultra ball and one heavy ball i'd like i would play two if i could because it's nice to be able to get bulus and vikavolts and the charger bug so i played the the one charger bug which is super nice when you're trying to set up two vikavolts so that was cool but yeah game game three was like super intense uh, it was awesome um like, you know i would encourage you guys to check out the video if you oh, want to yeah. see i was i'm commentating it and it, it was pretty fun like yeah uh, again it was another fact, one of those uh, give me the link and i'll make sure that it's in the description box for this uh, sure uh so for this episode so guys if you want to see uh the final round against uh, beaver against beaver lab d babs and versus d uh, uh beaver lab go ahead and check the link it's going to be in the description bar uh on this description for this podcast continue on yeah yeah so game three I, I don't know i guess it wasn't that close like i was ahead most of it but it was kind of ridiculous like i got my bulu turn two and i was and he had like a zarua active or something yeah and so i had to use nature's judgment and i discarded all my energy to do 180 because i didn't want to get knocked out by a guardian the next turn so 
so then he brings up a Ralts, and then I get another Nature's Judgment, 180, and I oh. knock out, I knock off all the energy. So I already have like six energy in the discard pile. It was ridiculous. So I'm just like blowing through all my energy, but I know I can't risk getting one hit. Yeah. So you can't I, risk that Gardevoir to show up. With right. You. And then once he shows up, it's like if I don't have a way of getting into well, if I had three energy on it, it's like super easy to knock me out, right? He just needs three energy on a guardy. So I, I, and then if he only has three energy on board, I can't come in with Coco. So I have to have, I have to force him to use five energy on board um, for Coco to be good. So then I came in with a Bulu, or I came in with like Coco or Bulu, and like you know, blow him up for like three hundred damage or something. And I was ahead, like six to two prizes, and. Oh, there's a car. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, a That's on my end. Oh, no uh, worries. I'm not even going to edit that out. That was a major room room. Yeah. I live by a right next to a busy street. So <laughs> on the corner, you know, so. <laughs> so, so, yeah. And it was, again, I was just like searching for the Guzma. Where's the Guzma? Where's the Guzma? I like Skylid for a Guzma. And then he end me, of course. And, um. And then the the final the final bit he like end me and he end me in to one card end and he end me into Guzma. <laughs> but I did have Octillery still like I probably yeah. could have drawn into it. I had, you know a pretty thin deck and two Guzma left, but it was still like super good match. Like I know that he's probably not happy about how he drew on the final match, but like the first two games really close like you know could have gone either way and it was it was fantastic and then um the prizing prize support you guys are amazing what was it 72 packs i think yeah i think so yeah it's crazy i mean it's just insane you you don't get that prize support <laughs> anywhere else so i so, i mean yeah, i just no. want to encourage people like they are so they're so generous and i appreciate it i got another full art lele well i like upgraded to a full art lele and i got a bunch of full art supporters with my packs that was fun. That's amazing. So yeah, so um, like we said when Biberla was on, that was because people turn up, right? The more people sign up, the bigger the prizes are. That's how we choose to use our Puckle money. Like we've always said, those of you that are Patreon, you are supporting Puckle. Every single cent that you guys do goes to Puckle. We do not, we do not get paid. Not even Thatch gets paid. Every single cent. Go back goes back to the community. So the more people participate in tournaments, the bigger we can claim. Since we had a full blown twenty four, that's that's a legit official tournament size. Um, amount, oh yeah, right. So yeah. I, in 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 local tournaments, of course not <laughs> not considering. Uh, um, uh, oh, uh, what's it called? Regional tournaments and international sure. tournaments, of course. But that would be like uh, a decent sized league cup. You know what I mean? Exactly, it's a decent sized like local like all your friends show up in that local city to play type of thing. So that allowed us to like consider, yeah, we can spend more money because it was big. So for the next tournament, guys, it's free. We don't charge you guys as long as you're a Puckle member you uh, and you don't have to be active in Discord. Do not worry. Go in, participate, and you will get prizes if you win. And not only if you win, you get, you get prizes even for participating because our boy... Um, Oh, what's his gay Domo Domobot? I think it's called, right? Um, he got Domo got uh, also prizes, uh, and he didn't win. Um, he just makes sure to participate every single day, and you get also a prize. So, 
Uh, he got like 30 or 40 boosters just for participating or something like that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, thank you for saying that. I, I would encourage everyone, like I've notified you before, we are planning a theme deck, which should be even more people should be joining in because theme decks are choose a theme deck and play with that theme deck. You don't need to alter it or any. In fact, it's illegal to alter it <laughs> under the rules because <laughs> it's just the theme deck as it is. So uh, soon uh, around October, we're going to have a, a second tournament for them for the year. And that's going to be the theme deck. Everyone's welcome to join. All you need to participate is having a theme deck in your Pokemon uh, uh, PTCGO, your Pokemon trading card game online, and then you're ready to participate uh, and register for it. BDAPS, that was an amazing rundown of your experience. I really, really enjoy it. It was fun to listen to. So thank you for that. And thank you for participating. And once again, congratulations for being the Poco TCG uh, champion for 2018. Thank you so much. And I, I really also, I mean, like, even if you're not involved in the Discord, you'll end up being involved in the discord. If you join in the tournament, like people are posting there, you'll have a lot of fun. People are yeah. like talking about decks and like, it's just trading. If you like TCG online, you'll enjoy the discord chat for sure. Awesome. Now we're going to move on from the local or uh, the Puckle local uh, tournaments into the more official international tournaments that are happening. We are on the verge of the North America international championships. So let's go ahead and discuss a little bit about that. Uh, we are, um, there's three decks that are going around that are really powerful. The meta is really interesting this time around. I feel that we have this uh, cycle going on. This, this, if you play this, you have to worry about that. But if you play that, you have to play about, you have to worry about that other thing. And that other thing has to worry about that first thing that we talked about. Um, yeah, like so they say, rock, paper, scissors format rock, a little paper, bit. Rock, paper, scissors format like the starters, yes, which I actually love. So I want to take uh, uh, be able to talk about that a little bit coming into the tournament that we are heading. Now, there's a few the, – the interna- the North America International Championship uh, is basically the, the new version of the national tournament. And that's happening through the weekend uh, after the 4th of July, which is obviously this weekend, uh, if you're listening to this on Thursday. Um, and – Let's talk about what we're expecting to see. Now, we already know what's the three major decks that are around, right? That's anything including Buzzworld GX, anything including um, Malamar, and anything including um, Greninja Break. No, I'm kidding. Sorry. Oh, stop. <laughs> stop. Come on. <laughs> anything including Sotowork GX. <laughs> And um, those things can be like mixed intermingled, right? Like you can do mm-hmm. Buzzwall with Zoroark. Yep. Sure. And you can do Buzzwall with Lycanroc. You can even do Lycanroc with um Zoroark. With Zoroark. So it, it is very oh, it's a very really dynamic and strange meta. I don't know if we encountered this in the past, but right now it's pretty interesting. The fact that we have these three decks which one beats the other. I feel it's the first time, at least since I've been covering the TCG, which is since 2015, if I'm not mistaken. Um, uh, I've The first time that I've seen that it's not the fact that we just have Night March as the number one tier, or we have, you know, things like that. Where people are expecting, like when we have Gardevoir, uh, EX and stuff, people are expecting that deck to be the winner. We actually have a, a triad of decks that are good against the next so how will that play out on the national floor, the international floor? I don't know. And this is why I have two experts with me. Sublime, 
do you have any opinions of what uh, how the meta is and those three decks and how it's playing out? Like, so we said Malamar, right? But there's a lot of, like, there's more than one choice for, like, what you include with Malamar. Mm -hmm. I think, um, I would put my money on maybe Ultra Necrozma uh, GX with Malamar with Mysterious Treasure. Well, yeah, because it is one of the best cards. Because that's one of the best cards, right? And there's no question about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Now. <laughs> and then if it wins, it'll prove. If it top cuts a few times, it'll prove Jashiro wrong. Big time. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, it's not hard, though. You don't well, how big do you want your Murkrow this year? <laughs> <laughs> now, um. So you you think that uh, Ultra Necrozma has the advantage over regular Necrozma? Do you like to explain why? Um, I just think the damage output, the ceiling. There's no damage ceiling, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you use uh, the Dawn Weeks Necrozma, you have damage ceilings. Yeah. And but what about so you're the not... regular Necrozma though? Um, I don't like regular Necrozma. I've never liked regular Necrozma. Okay, fair enough. You can include it. I mean, sure, include it. Yeah, uh, I think Dawn Wings is better for sure, but I, I like both. I like to both. What? Wait, I think the I think that the Dawn Wings is better than. Um, well, I actually, I actually like the Psychic version, and like I like the full Psychic version with like a Mars Shadow to take out Zoroarks personally. But I, <clears throat> I mean, I think you mean Bus Waltz. Uh. No, the Buswells, yeah, I mean, no, the, the Marshadow is to take out Zoroarks. Oh, the Marshadow, sorry, I, th- yeah. I was thinking you were talking about uh, the Necrozma. I mean, right, the Necrozma is for Buzzwall, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that one a little more, but I, I don't know, I mean, I think that the just regular Necrozma GX, like, eh, I don't know, not so good anymore. Okay. It could yeah, be good, I mean, it has, it has a little bit of damage like output as well, so. Yeah, and it's Psychic, which is does wall right. against uh, Buzzwall. Right. Something that Ultra Necrozma isn't. Ultra Necrozma is just dragon, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. But it, it don't matter, have... though, because it's yeah, still going it, one shot. It, <laughs> say, it doesn't really matter because the damage output. Now, for those of you at home uh, that don't remember, uh, it has Photon Geyser. It's attack. It costs one Psychic and one, st- uh, one Metal. Discard all Psychic energy from this Pokemon, and this attack does 80 more damage for each of those so it already had those 20 base then you have one psychic that's a hundred you have two psychics that's already 180 and then you have three psychics and you're knocking out basically anything in the game so that's that's it's it's a powerful card not to mention that it's a stage it's a basic with 190 hp which is 10 more than normal basic gx hold so it's and just with malamar and your regular turn attachment, you can hit the 180 consistently, right? Mm-hmm. And then you slap on a choice band, that's 2010, right? Like, there's a lot you can, yeah. like, solidly hitting for those numbers. Because then you can play Beast Energy, and you do 30 more. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's pretty ridiculous. You can do Beast Energy and and two, um, and that does two and two metals, and that'll do 210, right? Yeah. Beast energy like is a prism, though. Right, but you don't have to yeah. discard it, so it's True. nice. Yeah. So my question, does though, uh, Malamar is we is pretty. Uh, it's a pretty. Um, what do you call it? It's. Uh, We've oh. seen that card so many times. No, oh, no, yeah. not only that. Yeah. It's 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 a weak card on your bench that is really easy, uh, easy to destroy. 
Uh, and we do have some counters to it. I mean, um, let's talk about the other decks that we're expecting to show up. What are you guys' overall opinion about Sotoark GX? Uh, and um, and how it will play on the international floor? Uh, Sublime, let's start with you. What, what's your opinion about Sotoark? Uh, Zoroark is going to be there because Zoroark can fit in literally any other deck and it improves your consistency. So it's like it fits in all the archetypes just about, right? Like mm-hmm. you can pair it with anything. Gives you card draw, gives you an option like dark coverage, gives you a like colorless attack. Why would you not like you have to have a very good reason not to play Zoroark, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Like it has to be like specifically not for that deck. Yeah. Yeah, I I think well, I, first of all, I think that the the little rock paper scissors like it's a healthy one because it's more skill based than some other ones. Like when we had Vile Plume, and and Night March and Greninja, like it wasn't so skill based, right? You get the Vile Plume out, and you're just like, this is dumb. We don't get to play the game. So or like Trevenant, you know, it was like, okay, yeah. great, you're able to wall me turn one. But here it's like you actually have to know what you're doing, <clears throat> you know deal with different weaknesses there's different psychic techs so i mean i would definitely think whatever deck it that does well like it, i wouldn't be surprised if it plays psychic techs but i think it's like so hard to bet against buzzwall right now like not just yes. the normal one but with the baby the baby yes. buzzwall it's just baby was buzzwall was uh, i already knew it was good mm-hmm. and we reviewed well when we, we did the review um i wasn't expecting to be as good as oh me neither me neither it's so easy to have your opponent on or is it your opponent or yourself i think it's your opponent right your opponent yeah it's so easy to have your opponent on four prizes you just have to knock out one gx or ex if they're Mm -hmm. still playing exs um that that it makes it so playable because even even after right. that, like, you still, because of all the fighting support, you can still do a ton of damage, you know what I mean, with just one energy. Yep. You have a strong energy, it does 30, then 50, <clears throat> choice band, 80, Deancey, 100. You can hit for 100 easy, even when you're at six prizes. It's just stupid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I think it's so it's hard to bet against it right now. And, like, Malamar, yeah, it's good, but, like, it still has a hard time with one prize attackers. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Uh, also, Malamar has a big issue with Zoroark. So I wouldn't be surprised to see Zoroark do well as well because yeah. if you have the right like fighting Zoroark mix, I think you can take down anything, even like fighting decks. Yeah. And even if you encounter Nomic, Zoroark decks are including some some psychics just in case, uh, such as uh, right. the, Mew, the, the Fates Collides Mew. Mm-hmm. Um, and other options that they can def- definitely use. So, which leads me to now consider. So, based on Poker Beach and their tier system, I want to know, know uh, let you guys know. So, PokerBeach.com has the tier list, and they have this as uh, tier one and tier two Pokemon decks. So we're going to cover them real quick. Uh, tier one for Poker Beach are the Buswald, Baby Buswald, uh, Buswald GX, and Lycanroc GX decks. Uh, the Buswell GX Lycanroc GX is a, is a tier one. The Dungwiz Necrozma GX slash Malamar is a um, it's a tier one. By the way, we haven't described what Malamar does for those uh, listening. Malamar, uh, its ability allows you to grab a psychic energy from your discard pile and put it onto one of your bench Pokemon. Um, then we have uh, the Ultimate every Necrozma. turn, every turn, like for every each Malamar, yeah, every Malamar you have, it's ridiculous. 
Uh, and then uh, it reminds me of Bronze Sword. Uh, bronze it, sword. It's the Bronze yeah. on, the like, song. they've had it in multiple yeah. flavors. Yeah, multiple Pokemon has played yeah. this. Yeah, we have that for Electric. Electric. Yeah. We've had this yeah. for I actually, I love that mechanic. Like, I I would want to play Malamar even if I don't think it's the best deck. One of the <laughs> best things about Pokemon TCG is the fact that Discard Pile plays such a huge part of the game. Mm. Uh, it's been a long time since I've played Magic. Obviously, so maybe my opinions of magic is really outdated. But one of the things about magic uh, that really I love about Pokemon that magic doesn't have is the fact that this card power is just as an active part of the of the play as it is, uh, you know, as it's not as in magic. When you put something into this card power in magic, by the time when I used to play magic, there really wasn't many things you could do to get it back. Whilst in Pokemon, when you play things and it goes to the discard pile, there's so many options to bring it back and use it again. I love that dynamic that I feel that Magic did not have, at least when I used to play. I don't know if things have changed. Um, and then there's the Tier 2 decks. Tier 2 decks are Sodorak Glycanroc GX. We got Sodorak Galissapod GX. We got, we can't deny it, guys. Greninja Break is actually factual. It's not even a joke. Part of the <sighs> for uh, for yes, it is a second-rate tier deck. Correct. Eh, it's still best. Uh, it's still better than the rest. And uh. Uh, and we have Buzzwell DX Garborder, which Garborder is still going around in. Which is my next question. What do you guys think that Garborder is going to? What role is going to Garborder play in this international championship? Let's start with Sublime. What do you think? It's going to annoy all of the Malamar and Zoroark. That's it. That's all. It's just gonna be annoying. Oh, you're gonna get rid of it. Yeah, I mean, I think, yeah. I think it, I think it's good. I, I okay. totally think it's good. I think Garb is always good and will always be good for some reason. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's. I don't think it's gonna pop up too much, but if it does, I do think it's like the tier list says. I think it's gonna end up being in like a buzzable Garb list. I think yeah. that that's a pretty interesting deck, but I don't know if abilities are going to be as necessary and you can always just field blower. So if people, are, I mean, I think it just depends on how much field blower people are playing. I think for a while, Buzzwool players weren't playing field blower. Like they're playing zero and that's bad. Um, like, like that's dangerous. People can start getting your fairy belts and, and float stones and stuff. So I think, I think as long as you play like, um, as long as you play one or two field blower, you have a chance against against garb decks. Personally, no, that sounds that sounds specific. So, here comes the last question before we move on to our emails. Um, what is your bet? Now we're gonna up the stakes here. I want to up the stakes because it's it's gonna be fun. Um, I want to make a bet. Whoever wins gets a booster card. So, who is your choice of deck that you think might actually win the international North America International Championship? Let's start with Sublime. Sublime, what's your number one pick? My number one pick is... Hmm. I'm going to go with Buzzwool slash... Uh-huh. Zoroark. Okay, mm. Interesting. What's your reasoning behind that? Because it gives you two of the, like we were talking about the triangle going on right now, like it gives you the dark to deal with the psychic, it's got the thing to punch the things in the face, <laughs> and because it's using Buzzwool, it's not like super reliant on abilities. It's like, 
it's just like really solid. Those are both really solid cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. For sure. So, D Babs, what is your bet? Whoever, okay, when we started if, talking, if any of us strong, get, consistent. They're gonna get a booster uh, card from me, okay, regardless. Cool. So, uh, <laughs> go ahead and put your choice. I, at first, I was going to just say Buswell. I was like, oh, for sure. But the more we talked, the more I was like, eh, I think Zoroark's going to end up doing well. So I, I'm, I'm going to go a little different than Sublime. I'm going to go with Buswell, or not Buswell. I'm going to go with Zoroark, Lycanroc, with Psychic Techs. I think that you have to have Psychic Techs. I think your people are going to be playing, like, I don't know, Latios or, or Mewtwo or something like that. I don't know which ones, but that's what I think probably is the best chance. I think it can beat... I think it can beat the Buzzwall decks because of the Psychic decks, and I think that it can beat the Malamar decks because Malamar has a hard time knocking out Zoroark. Yeah. Um, so that's... And it's consistent. Puzzles. It's ridiculous. You know? I mean, Mallow puzzles, all these crazy things you can do. I, I don't know. I That's what I'm going with. That's, nice. what, that's what I'll settle on. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to go be here and at my version. I think that Greninja Break is going to win. And the groans and- were heard from the audience. <laughs> Stop. Stop. You had your moment, however many years ago it was at this point, where you came in second. You'll never be first place, except it. You came in second. Remember when you, don't forget, you came in second with Talonflame, which you gave a not very effective, just to remind everyone. But, like, that was the best run you're ever going to get. You don't have the tools to do that again. It's never going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna stick to it. I'm really making Greninja break my uh, my deck. If it uh. wins, I'm gonna buy myself a whole box. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, so there you have it, guys. Those are the uh, <laughs> the uh, the guesses, the 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 uh, the bet that we settled here for the North America International Championships. Um, do not miss the streams; they're happening this weekend. Please go to Pokemon Channel to view the streams, and we're definitely gonna be discussing these streams on the Discord. So, if you guys are not part of our Discord channel, please go ahead and do so. And uh, as always, our link to our Discord channel will be available in our description box. Go ahead and join, so you can add to the discussion. We'll be talking all about the uh, the streams and the international championship, what's going on there, and everything. So. Expect us to be there and comment on it. I'm definitely going to be. Now, we're going to stop our topical beast here. And we're going to move on to deck of the episode where you guys submit your decks. And we choose which is the one that we like the most. So, we'll be right back. Yo, it's your boy Guzma. And it's time to break down the deck of the episode. And we are back in our section deck of the episode where you guys submit the deck you want to show up in our uh, episode. Of course, this is a very uh, general universal segment. Everyone is allowed to send. You don't have to be an expert. You just have to be able to send in a good deck that you think it's your favorite and why it's your favorite. Give it a name and we'll read it here and see what we do. Um... And uh, see which one we choose as the deck of the episode. Your deck might actually uh, appear on my stream, which is every Monday and sometimes in the weekends. So please go ahead and stay tuned for that. Well, let's go ahead and uh, 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 continue on to the email. So, Sublime, take us off first. All right. 
Very excited to do that. Uh, so, what's up, TCG crew? Sorry for writing in so late. So, I want to talk about two things that the new Ditto Prism Star that's coming out in my deck of the episode first. Let's talk about this Ditto card that has a lot of potential. I mean, just the option to have a fifth basic or a floating basic is really nice. It will be a must-have for me. Uh, let's, and bust then... let's bust there. That's, uh, let's bust uh, there. Let's tell our audience. So, that's the new Prism Star Ditto that was revealed that it's going to show up eventually here. Yeah, uh, and the, the it can wide... evolve into any stage one basically. Is yeah, its, it's basically any. You can basic. evolve it into anything that evolves from a basic. Exactly. So that that that's so in a deck with a lot of awesome. evolution lines, it's very versatile. Yep, I think it's a good card. Yeah. Um, it's a Prism Star also, so it's not like you're running four of them. Alright, so I've been working with Noivern GX. Haven't had a lot of time to work on it. I really do think Noivern has potential after rotations, since people will be relying on item cards a lot more than supporters, and as of right now, only the Fairy deck is a threat from Gardevoir GX and Sylveon GX. And you don't see that too much right now because of Steel. So, here's my deck name, next up to Bat. I <laughs> like it. Mm, I like it because it's got Noivern GX, which I'm a big believer in. I yeah. support the underdog, yeah. P.S. I know it won't come out today, but my birthday was the 30th of June. Hey, that's the day we're oh, recording. Oh, that's we're recording. <laughs> happy birthday, the yes, real happy, happy birthday to one of our most dedicated so and, and amazing yeah. members, definitely. the uh, My man, the really V, has been... Uh, constantly on top of uh, making sure your deck of the episodes on our Reddit. Uh, he's an active member of our community, and I really do uh, appreciate and love him uh, as a friend and as a member of the community. So everyone, uh, on this Thursday, when you're listening to this, shout out to uh, the really be in Discord. Tell him a happy birthday, even though if it's delayed. Uh, so, yeah, continue on. Sorry. Yeah. All right, so here's the deck list. It's got four Noibat, uh, four, three Noivern GX, four Eveltal. EX and Ooh. two Tapu Lele GX. Those are the only Pokemon. There's 13 total. Trainer cards are three Wally, four Choice Band, four Cynthia, two Professor's Letter, three Guzma, two N, two Kakui, two Sycamore. Wait, what? Didn't I say Sycamore already? No, I guess I didn't. That was Kakui. Um, <laughs> one Rescue Stretcher, four Ultra Balls, three Brigadies, one Energy Recycler, <laughs> and two Lily. Okay. Energy is 10, darkness for Psychic. Interesting deck. I'm so, here for it because I'm a big believer in anyone that's trying to do a Noivern GX item mm-hmm. long. Get your, get yeah. your life. Live your now, life. Nover, Noivern GX, for those of you at home that don't know, uh, for two energies, I do not remember. It's Psychic. And colorless and a dark. Colorless okay, and a dark. Colorless and a dark, and it does uh, 50 damage, right? Yes. And locks your enemy, uh, your opponent, from playing items from, playing from their hand. So it's a it's a more powerful seismic uh, seismic toll quake punch. Uh, That's but it so requires, old. It, can, it can't be played with a double color synergy. That's the difference. Uh-huh. And a side note, he's using the good Noibat that for a double for two colorless energy, you discard all all items in your opponent's um, in your opponent's hand. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, that's mm. pretty cool. Uh, Dbaps, what's your opinion on this deck? I I like it too. I I really like Seismitoad, even though it's obnoxious. And oh, so, no Neubern GX, yeah, I think it's and, and cool. I, uh, did you play when um, Seismitoad and last, uh, uh, oh, what's it called? Uh, um, the, the team, uh, team Blaze, the, uh, team member, the leader. Um, hmm. Oh my god, from Gen 6, forgetting my names. Chorus? Lysander. Okay, Lysander's Lysander. trump card. 
Oh, yeah, I did play then, but I didn't I didn't like it so much. Then. Oh god, it was it was terrible. How it was so ridiculous. And like in uh in the uh it was just so bad. It was never yeah. ending anyone. Continue on, sorry. Yeah, I think it's a I think it's very cool. I like that he's using Professor's letter cuz sometimes it's hard to get the psychic energy and I don't know. I mean, I I don't know if Lily's necessary, but I think it looks I hate like, Lily. It looks consistent. Like the deck looks generally consistent. And I can't hate on that. Plus, he's playing Wally to try and get the like turn one, the turn one, which is is pretty cool. Although I think you maybe need to have some other energy acceleration. Yeah, you like would. you need a Max Elixir, then a Wally. It's kind of crazy to try and do both, but it's interesting for sure. Yeah, and Sublime, what about you? Um, I really like it. I would cut the Lily, and actually, I might cut the Eveltal EX because that's just not up to par anymore. Um. It might I would be good to have a dark attacker. Putting in Zoroark uh, right. DX actually could be your dark attacker, yeah. and like it's there you go, already running right. the same energy type. So yeah, yeah, and um, it increase, so. increases your consistency because of the draw. So yeah, you get rid of the lilies, you get rid of the the four evil tall, and you can put in a three three line. There you go. That or gives you a second of, really good attacker. Yeah, get rid of a couple wallies, or maybe you want to play like Evo Soda instead of Wally, so that you can get into your evolutions. I like it a lot. Okay, Perfect. let's move on to the next one. Ten Little Men. Take it away, yep. Sublime. I just went. I'll do it. <laughs> oh, sorry. Take it away, D-Babs. I wanted to All take right. turns. <laughs> Yo, Jashiro, and whatever TCG-tastic co-hosts he has with him today, Ten Little Men has returned to give you some mailbag love. Before I sauce you with the spiciest deck this side of Janktown, I figured I would take a moment to give my take on the current state of the metagame. Honestly, I'm pretty happy the way the meta is at the moment. The dominance of the big three, Buzzwall, Malamar, and Zoroark, yep. as a cute rock, paper, scissors matchup, is pretty fun and leaves room for spicy techs in the meta. I do like spicy techs as well. On the side note, uh, the fact that there is still room for other rogue decks in Top Cut is also a nice change from the dumpster fire that was Trampagar meta. The meta is free enough to encourage innovation while still being centralized enough to provide direction. And I really like that. And but who cares? It's what... frustrating that Ten Little Men was able to summarize our whole episode in just one paragraph. Very well done. <laughs> uh... but, but who cares about what the meta is? He doesn't care enough because he's got the hottest deck of the 21st century. Without further ado, I present to you Holocene Park. All right, mm, so this is a pretty interesting one. It's got a Bulbasaur line, and it is a 3-1-3. That is the Venusaur that has Jungle Totem, which yep. means that the, the grass energies count as two. Uh, then he has four Shining Genesect, three Pheromosa, not the GX, um, and three Tapu Lele for Pokemon. Then he's got, for trainers, two Fighting Fairy Belt, Four beast rings, so he's really trying to get those pheromosa set up. Yeah. Um, and then you know, maybe maybe he moves the energy from the shining genesect or using the shining genesect ability from a pheromosa to genesect to power it up. That would make sense. Uh, one revitalizer to get back those Pokemon, four rare candy, one professor sycamore, two aether paradise conservation areas, two super rods, four Cynthia, four Guzma, four max elixir, two N, four ultra ball. And nine grass energy. There we go. Um, what do you think about this deck, Sublime? 
Sublime? Yeah, I think you're muted, Sublime. <laughs> I was. Sorry, I'm muted. Um, <laughs> I was like, I'm saying, and then I'm like, oh, wait. I am here for the Shining Genesect uh, Venusaur deck. I, I, I condone that. Okay, you condone the Venusaur deck. Why do you like that? I just really liked when that mini set came out, and I'm like, this is a cute little almost deck. I hope someone tries it. Yeah. yeah and I someone tried it. I think it's cute. I think it's very yeah. cute. I like it. I like the Pheromos add. Um, Something gets to use either Paradise Conservation right. area. Right. It just seems like a fun deck. Like, it really does seem like fun. Okay, so you have two votes for uh, Ten Little Men here? Is that no. no. No, no, no. Oh. I like no, the deck, no, but no. I'm all for the bat. I'm here oh, for the bats. Oh, okay. And the I like the thing is, oh, man, the only thing, so I feel like the bats, we did make some better improvements. And if the bats had those improvements, I would totally go for the bats list. Well, but that's part oh. of it, though. It's 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 about which is the deck you enjoy, even if with the improvement that you request, that you recommend. Oh, well, yeah. if that's the case, I'm going to go with the Neuvern because I... I really want people to try Neuvern more, and I think it's cool, and I think that the deck idea is awesome. So I have to also go with the Real EV. I'm glad you said that, because I was also going to the Real EV. Sorry, Ten Little Men, this time around. I do like your deck, though, too, Ten Little Men. Yes, it is a very awesome deck. It's not. I think his deck, as is, more competitive. Yes. Uh, but the really V, even with the suggestions, because that's the way I wanted to make it possible for even newbies to send in their 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 decks. They don't have to be perfect, right? If we can say, if we can lock in into an awesome awesome strategy and give good suggestions, that's enough for me to consider it being a great contender for deck of the episode. Um, that again, that's for everyone who's listening. Even if you're not um an expert even if you feel that you're not that good still send on your uh your uh, deck list because even if when they don't make any sense with our suggestions we'll definitely take into consideration your deck so the really v you won deck of the episode uh with noivern gx being that deck this is basically a a spiritual successor to seismitoad uh and and that will bring a lot of hate from a lot of people <laughs> but it will also bring a lot of happiness to others so um congratulations to that now we move on cuz this this episode has been too good so we're going to move on for pokemon who's that pokemon pokemon 15 questions where you guys or I try to stump our co-host. So we'll be right back with that. Who's that Pokemon? And we are back to everyone's favorite part of the episode. It's Pokemon 15 Questions. Who's that Pokemon? Where we try to stump our co-host. Of course, our co-host this time is Sublime and D-Babs. So I got a special. Since you guys beat me in Game Corner and I have a grudge... I have a special one for you guys. It must be Greninja. (laughs) I I wouldn't go that way. (laughs) Let's see exactly what we can, if I can stump you guys. I'm pretty sure I can't, but I will try. Now, you guys know the rules. Lower down your browsers. No internet, no Pokedexes, no uh, questions related Pokedex or game editions such as Fire Red, if it's available in Fire Red, so forth. So every question has to be in-game. Um, you can ask things like if this com- Pokemon comes from 
Encanto and stuff like that. Yes, uh, of course, but you can't ask if it comes from a different, uh, from a, a specific game. Now, with that being said, the orders are simple. Sublime goes first, followed by Debabs. Going back to Sublime, you got 15 questions. One of those questions has to be the question asking whether it's that Pokemon. And if you get one, if you get it wrong, you lose. There's no second chance. So, make sure you know what you're asking at the end. With that being said, let's go ahead and start this Sublime. Alright, um, who is this Pokemon? Is this Pokemon part of an evolution line? It is. Go for D-Daps. D-Baps. God. Is this Pokemon TCG Stage 1? No. Go for Sublime. Is this Pokemon a basic Pokemon? Yes. Okay, okay. Go for D-Baps. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh... Is this Pokemon weak to grass? Yes. Okay, so now it, I, I need some help me figure out what that means. <laughs> weak to grass. All right, so lucky for you, there's only three types weak to grass. Um, water, great guess. ground, and um, rock. Okay, cool. Okay. Um, wow, that does good. All right, that narrowed it down a lot. <laughs> Is this Pokemon a dual type? No. Go for Monotype. Wow. All right. Wow, okay. Uh, is this Pokemon a, in a starter line? No. Go for Sublime. Not a starter line. All right. Is this Pokemon weak to water? No. It's a water type. So that, it has to be a water type? Should it I ask you're sure of it? Well, because, okay, so it's weak to grass, right? There's only three types weak to grass. Right. Water, ground, and rock. Two okay, of those right. types are weak to water. So right. by him okay. saying it's not weak to water, it must be the water type. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, wow, that narrows it down a ton. No, uh, it doesn't. Water, <laughs> is the biggest. water has the most Pokemon of any so. type. Uh, should I, like, would it help if I say whether or not, like, a gym leader has it or something? Mm, probably not. What about, is it, can you encounter them all by surfing, probably? That I don't know. That there's so many water types. Um, yeah. Let's think of. Okay, so we know it's a monotype. We know it's right. part of an evolution line. We don't know if what it evolves into is dual type. Okay, I'll ask that. that yeah, nature. I'll ask like, that. ask if any of them. Yeah. its evolutions are dual types. Right. Yeah. Are, does it evolve at any point into a dual type? No. Okay, so it's all mono. All okay, that's mono water. That actually gives us a lot to work with already. Um, so that includes, let's start listing things that are mono water that only evolve into mono water, because that is limited. We okay. also already eliminated, thanks to your question about the starters, that means it can't be Squirtle or uh, Totodile. Or Oshawott, that's like half of the starters. Good job. <laughs> um, all right, so you have things like Psyduck. You have Finian, Goldeen, um, mono water, uh, Bweasel. Weasel's mono water that can evolve. Um, Should we ask if it's like a fish or something? That's usually a pretty good one at that point because it's amazing how many Pokemon are fish. Right. Wilmer. Wilmer also, especially since uh, he's been playing Go recently. Ha ha. Uh, we're on to you. Um, yeah. Uh, is it my question? Yeah. Yes, it is. All right. Is this Pokemon, would this Pokemon be considered a fish? It is not. Not uh. a fish. 
That's ten questions, by the way. I have five questions left. Okay. We're doing. I feel like we're doing okay. We're no, doing. We're okay. doing amazingly, to be okay. honest. Okay, so we've got like Weasel. So Weasel, Psyduck. Uh, I'm not sure if. Okay, just your. Does Wilmer count as a fish in your opinion? Um. That's not a question, but like just for clarification. Because I've had multiple people say it differently, so like. Right. Um, I. I want to say that I based that question based on what it, the the actual version of the Pokemon is based on. Oh, so and a whale on... is not a fish. Okay. Okay. All right. Hmm. All right. Let's think hmm. of all the uh, Gorbis. What's Gorbis's pre-evolution called? Um, Clamprol. Clamprol. That's right. a model water that evolves into two model waters, right? Um, Are there others that have split evolutions? Not that I can think of at this point, although okay. possibly. Although also we've done something from the Clan Pearl line before, so I don't know that he would go back to it. Although okay. maybe he would. It's a trap. Um, <laughs> it's a trap. It's a trap. Activated my trap card. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, you went all blown traitor on us. <laughs> I did. I, I mean, it's card game related. You should be thanking me. Um, I should be thanking you. <laughs> Jeez, honestly, I'm sure there's more mono water types that I'm not thinking well, of. Well, what kind of question could right I ask to narrow it down? Psyduck, Weasel, and Clamperl. Um, what? Hmm. Uh, what's um? I don't know. What? What is a uh, Magikarp? Magikarp evolves into a water flying, so it can't be Magikarp. Oh, water flying. Okay, right, right, right. Oh, Phoebus. Well, Phoebus is a fish. Jk. It's a fish. No, it's not Phoebus. <laughs> not okay. Phoebus. Um. Hmm. But so we need other... a question. You could ask if it evolves in um, with an item. Wait, okay. Yeah, evol if it evolves in using an item, that does would it... cut out clamperol and possibly okay. some other things. Does it evolve with an item? Well, does it evolve with an item? No. So go for okay. Slime. So it's not clamperol. Okay. All I can think of right now is Psyduck and Weasel. And Weasel. I'm sure there are more. Probably. Um, I can't think of any more, but I'm sure there are more. Um, huh. I'm not sure if I can either. But I don't know the typings that well. <laughs> I mean, we're down to water, right? So you don't have to know typings per se. Just think of all the water types, of which there are way too many. <laughs> oh, Remoraid. No, Remoraid looks like a fish, doesn't it? Yep, yep. Um. Oh well, you know what? How about this? Does Misty very notably have this Pokemon? What was that? Sorry. Does Does Misty have this Pokemon? No. Okay, so it's not Sida. Yes, I could be Weasel. Ah. You know, Ash has a Weasel. We could ask that. Does Ash have other Grass Monos? <laughs> No, water monos, right? Water um, monos, I'm I mean? sure he does. But he's also... We've eliminated a lot of them, right? We've got rid of Squirtle. We got rid of Oshawa. No, there's um, no starters, so... Yeah, Froakie evolves into something that's dual-type. Um, he did yeah. not have... What question are we on? Is this 12? I think this is... 12, yes. 12, yeah, so we're doing... Yeah, it. Let's, let's do it. I'll ask. Okay, so I could ask the question about Ash... Um, I don't know. Oh, well, you I... know what? I just remembered Ash has Krabby as well, which evolves oh. into a water type. Just uh, um, 
We could ask if it's a crustacean. <laughs> hmm. So what would it be? Question number 12. D-Babs. What's that? Uh, I, I think I'll just ask the question anyway. Does Ash ever own this Pokemon? That's a good question. I honestly think not, but I'm not too sure. Because oh, I haven't shoot. been keeping track 100% with all the anime. That's um, scary. So I do not can tell you. As based on my general knowledge, no. If but, you're uh, wrong, we win by default. That's all right. I'm going to say. Okay, I, hope you're wrong. Wrong. okay I, so, I, I, I think I'm not wrong, but so I'm not willing Krabby. to take that bet. Not Krabby, okay, not. so that gets rid of Weasel and Krabby. Right, so now we're screwed. <laughs> um, Clauncher? Hmm. Oh, right. Yeah, could be. Launcher. That's honestly, at this point, that's all I can think of. Um, you could ask if it's a crustacean. <laughs> is this a blue crustacean? It is not. Oh, oh my. I'm, I'm at a loss at this what point. Are we at? Question is this 14, question? guys. You have two questions left. Ah! Water type. This is brutal. What? I can't I think of guys, anything. I told you guys I would definitely try to get you. It's part of an evolution line that is only water, right? Mm. It doesn't evolve with an item. It's not a fish. Wait, Misty doesn't own it. Ash doesn't own it. I have no clue Um, to to ask. I think I've exhausted all of my ideas, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, wait, could it still be Wilmer? Oh, I guess it could still technically oh, be Wilmer, okay. huh? Because we said that Wilmer wasn't a right. fish, I'm right? Guessing, yeah, I'm guessing it's not. Okay, yeah, all right. Is this Pokemon based on oh, no, a way? Isn't, isn't it my Who question? It? I'm sorry, I didn't know. Yeah, is it my question? Yes, it is. Okay, okay. It, is this Pokemon based on a whale? <laughs> yes. Okay, it was because he was onto Pokemon Go. We were onto him all along. Aha. We've all right, your go ahead. Plan. All right, is it Whalmer? Yes, it is. Congratulations Woo! on the 15 questions. I almost got you guys. I almost got you guys. That was a yes. fantastic show of game for the Pokemon 15 questions. Yes, it is. Most definitely our boy Whammer here. Whammer, based on the moon description, says it shows off by spraying jets of seawater from the nostrils above its eyes. It eats a solid ton of wishy-washy every day, which is kind of horrifying. Yes, there's <laughs> enough of them. <laughs> there is enough of them. Well, guys, that brings this show to an end. Congratulations for winning Pokemon 15 questions. Our boy D-Babs and Sublime. Good going there. Congratulations. Now, with that being said, it means that it's time for the Rick and Rum Roll. You guys know what it is. Uh, let me grab that information real quick while uh, we're talking to you. I thought I had that, but I don't. But I have it right about now. So, guys, if you enjoy what you're listening to, please, this is listening to us is not the only way you can participate in Puckle. We have a slew amount of things you can do. Uh, if you enjoy what you're listening to, please uh, follow us at Twitter at Puckle Podcast. On our Facebook, we have two groups. We have Facebook.com slash Puckle Podcast, which is our main podcast 
group in Facebook. Go ahead and join us there. But we also have facebook.com slash PuckleTCG, which is our TCG-related group. Uh, please, uh, we post there every day. Uh, the really be makes a magnificent job to notify us of every new thing that happening in the Puckle. I'm sorry, in the Pokemon Peach, uh, Beach and all things Pokemon TCG related. Uh, if you want to see our deck of the episode and you want to see the deck lists that are available just for fun so you can make your own, please go to our Reddit r r slash buckle where you can find all of our TCG deck of the episodes written there by our the really V. And if you have the time, go for Tumblr at our pucklepodcast.tumblr.com. I do not want do not know what goes on there because I've never actually been in the Tumblr section of Puckle. Um, and then make sure to review us on iTunes. Now, uh, I wanted to notify how important our iTunes uh, uh, review are because we really do take very seriously what you guys review. If you review us uh, with your legit suggestions and your legit problems, we will listen to you and make adjustments. So please, if you have opinions, um, um, please go ahead to our iTunes and let us know. But if you can give us a five star because you like what you hear, please that will also be greatly appreciated uh, as well. Now, uh, also if you have the money and you are not gonna go on starving, please join our Patreon. Every single month, uh, your money goes back right back to the community. Uh, we have monthly shows where you can participate and grab on. We just recorded our. Uh, patreon episode today saturday so uh, it was a lot of fun so if you want to go cash in on that and be able to participate in a puckle podcast show please go ahead and uh join us there and finally but certainly not least if you want to be part of the active community that chats and trades and battle Join our Discord channel. The Puckle Discord channel is the place to be for any Pokemon fan. You can get any battle, any trade in either VGC or or TCG. Doesn't matter. If it's Pokemon related, 24 hours a day, you will find someone that loves and enjoys Pokemon just like you to participate in whatever you need in our Discord channel. So please join us. The link is always available in the description bar of every single one of our episodes. So please join us at our Discord channel. With that being said, thank you so much, Sublime, for being part of our show today. No, thank you so much. <laughs> and DBAPS, you were amazing today, and I can't thank you enough for being here today. And congratulations officially for the <laughs> TCG tournament winning of this year. He's thank a winner. Thank you so much. Yeah, I really appreciate uh, you guys having me on the podcast. It was a lot of fun, of course. I knew it would be. So thanks. And that being said, you can basically hear the guitar going on the background. It is closing time. So, guys, catch your flip flops, catch everything. You know what it is. It's time to close. So, with that, los amo. Have a good night. Happy birthday, really, V. Happy birthday, birthday, really, really V. Oh, and listen to our episode of Game Corner where we beat Jashiro. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go right on. I'm going to edit that out. Keep that in. It's got (laughs) debugs. Have a good night, guys. Bye.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.